you're passionate about transforming retail operations and improving performance, plus you're accountable for key change projects and programs in your company, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Retail Transformation Show with me, Oliver Banks. there and welcome to the Retail Transformation Show. It's a pleasure to have you tuning in to this one, episode number 112, number 112. I am, as always, Oliver Banks, your host and your guide to successfully delivering retail transformation. 2020 has been a roller coaster year for every business. <laughs> I think understatement alert as usual. But as we are firmly in December now, we are starting to cast our minds forwards to 2021. And of course, normally at this time of year, we're inundated with predictions for what the next 12 months holds. It's going to be particularly tough to make some specific predictions given the volatility of 2020 and the current volatility that we're still experiencing, right? So I'm not going to be giving you some specific predictions, but there absolutely are some key themes that you can be thinking about that have been going on over the course of this year and will continue next year as well. And that's what we're diving into today. Every single week, I issue a retail transformation briefing. This is an email that captures all of the key headlines from around the world looking in at what is going on in retail transformation, new insights, new innovations, new ideas. And from tracking the global retail transformation news week in, week out, it's actually quite interesting because you can begin to see the key themes and trends really coming through. And that has really been what has inspired me for this particular episode, where we are going to be looking at the retail transformation themes for 2021. And I should also state, of course, if you're not signed up to receive my Retail Transformation Briefing, which comes out every single week by email and it's absolutely free, then why not? What are you waiting for? You absolutely must sign up now. You can sign up at obandco.uk slash briefing. obandco.uk slash briefing. So what are these key themes to be looking out for? Well, first up, and it's not a particularly pleasant piece of uh, news that we'll be looking out for early on in the year, and that's going to be the financial strain that many retailers are unfortunately going to be feeling after this particular Christmas or peak trading period. The past few years, we've tended to see that same pattern happen again and again. And interestingly, recent moves by some of the UK supermarkets, not all of them, but some of them, and other essential retailers to give back some of the business rates relief that they received from the UK government. Whilst at the very same time, we've had some big retail failures happen in the exact same week, which is incredibly sad, but it really shows the contrast of how 2020 has been for a number of different companies. So I think the first thing to think about whilst considering this financial strain, is that the entry point for 2021 is going to be really radically diverse for different companies. 
Some companies have had a very successful 2020 and others have struggled. So there is going to be this natural segmentation of the retail market. And depending on which category you find yourself in, it will mean that 2021 is, of course, very different for you. I think the big theme for 2020, coronavirus and the pandemic and social distance shopping will, of course, continue in 2021. And it will be critically important to remain vigilant with coronavirus. Now, I'm not a virologist, but it feels like there is still a long way to go in this particular story, I suppose. There's still a high probability around the world for more lockdowns, for more restrictions, and that will continue to challenge the retail market. Just recently, Germany has announced that they are going back into lockdown again, and they're certainly not alone in this ongoing challenge. But it seems that the vaccine is on its way. So I think what we're going to see is actually consumer confidence will become really quite segmented from those that are immune, shall we say, hopefully, and those that are still very much not in that place. They haven't had the vaccine yet. And then when you multiply that out across the different international markets, that will really radically differ. So I suppose the theme is around remaining vigilant. And increasingly, that becomes a game of chance that you have to decide for yourself in your local market, in your relevant category. How long and impactful do you feel the pandemic will be for your market and your customer base? How can you calm the nervousness of shopping and shoppers and still provide a safe shopping experience, particularly when you do get this two segments of customers, those that are immune and those that are not yet immune? How can you continue to provide the best simple shopping experience that you can? And how are you planning capacity across all areas of your operation? What are the assumptions that you're making? What are the drop dead dates where you need to lock in decisions? And do you have the right capacity in the right places at the right time? And then as the coronavirus hopefully does subside, you need to be thinking about, are you trying to revert back to the way things were? Or are you going to try and move forward to a new set of propositions and products and service offerings that have been developed over the past, well, 10 months, let's say? The next big theme is omnichannel. Now, you could say omnichannel is not a new theme for 2021, and you'd be absolutely right. We've been talking about omnichannel for years now. But I do think 2020 has helped refocus our attention back on this really key theme for the retail market, true omnichannel, really getting all of your channels engaged and integrated and working, big buzzword coming up, seamlessly, <laughs> and probably defining what that word seamlessly really means for you, because it's, I think, thrown around very liberally without really understanding it. So do understand what seamless means for you. And actually, what does omnichannel mean for you and for your retail business as well? To help you simplify this, think about it in two different cycles, a product cycle and a customer cycle. Now, the product cycle is all about the life cycle and the supply chain of your different products. And think about how are all the different elements of that supply chain, right from design all the way through the actual purchase and then through to end of life as well, recycling or whatever that looks like. How are all of those different elements of the supply chain working together? How are you leveraging location at relevant points? How are you being driven by data? 
How are you collaborating for your customers? Like this year, thinking about level rundown, stock utilization, working capital, and where it's tied up, all going to be key. You'll also need to think about cross-channel fulfillment options and convenient delivery options as well. What does this product cycle look like in your omni-channel vision? That's the question you must answer. Then from a customer cycle perspective, how are you playing a part in your customers' lives to help them achieve their goals or their aspirations or avoid their fears and overcome their challenges? That's how you become your customer's favorite retailer. And there are going to be some huge questions again for you to be considering as you think about the customer cycle and how you are going to achieve that omni-channel vision. What's the role and purpose of your stores? Is it around advising customers and helping them choose the best products for their particular challenge or goal? Is it about providing experiences? Is it about community building? Is it about fulfillment and actually providing product right there for the customers? Ultimately, for all of your channels, you need to be considering these things. What is the purpose of this particular channel? And then how do you maximize the positive impact of that channel and the brand as a whole whilst minimizing the downside, the friction, the negative impact? And a big theme within this customer cycle is going to be social commerce, which we've, of course, seen coming through a lot in 2020. Facebook, Instagram, and the other social media channels are absolutely challenging to become the next big retailer, I think, in the industry. So we've often talked about our Amazon a friend or a foe, but I think we might even start to talk about our Facebook and Instagram friend or foe. Yes, they can be great for retailers to help engage and connect with customers. And obviously their advertising platforms are brilliant. But if brands are going direct to customers, through Facebook shops or through Instagram shops, then where does that leave your retail business? So you must ultimately think, how is your social commerce strategy evolving? And from a customer experience perspective, how are you beginning to unify shopping across all of the different channels that you operate in? And of course, that your customers operate in and live in as well. Whether it's ads, whether it's content, whether it's live streaming and elements like this, they're all going to be key opportunities for you in that sphere of social commerce within the greater omni-channel world. Absolutely, these are big themes for the next year and you must get your thinking caps on and your strategy caps on and work out what does this mean for you. So far in the podcast, we've been talking about quite tangible things, quite visible things that you will see across the retail industry. Financial challenges, the ongoing coronavirus epidemic, omnichannel and social commerce. These are the what's of retail transformation. But there are themes that we need to be thinking about that really are the hows. How do we make these things happen? And they are going to be absolutely critical to be thinking about, of course, over the next year and actually ongoing as well, by the way. So the first big theme is keeping your people engaged. Your people have had a tough year, whether in operations where they've had to pivot and they've had to put themselves in the line of danger to continue to operate and continue to serve your customers, or whether you've had head office staff that have been furloughed, or maybe had to be, or maybe you've had to make a series of redundancies. The strain on your people 
has of course been enormous. And that's coupled with general emotional strain of everyday life that everyone has had to go through in 2020. So re-engagement will be a key part, making sure that you're checking in, making sure that you are helping build resilience in your team members, in your colleagues, in your peers. As more challenges come through, that resilience will continue to be tested. And even after Corona, changing back to what should we call it normal life, will continue to provide stresses. So absolutely think about resilience and how you can build that in your people. Operational effectiveness as well will be absolutely key. Having the right people in the right place at the right time and with the right mindset will help your retail business to really excel. And think about for every different team in the organization, whether they're operational, whether they're customer facing, whether they're back office, whatever, who are they serving? What is the point of them being there? And do they know that? Do they understand the role that they play in delivering your organization's greater purpose? Because that will help to build motivation and determination, which in turn will build resilience as well. So big theme, looking after your people. Another big theme will be collaborations and partnerships. Now, we've seen more and more of these happening this year, including Tesco and AO, Ocado and Kroger, Next and Morrison's, Morrison's and Amazon, Walmart and ThreadUp, Walmart and TikTok, Walmart and Shopify, Shopify and TikTok, Asda and The Entertainer, Walgreens Boots Alliance and the NHS, M&S and Ocado, And then it seems Deliveroo or Instacart and everyone. So as retail gets more complex and more omni-channel as well, these partnerships and joint ventures and collaborations are going to become more critical to help expand, to help grow, to help minimize risk, to help build capacity, to help build capability, and ultimately to serve customers and everyone's shareholders and stakeholders at the same time. But as these different partnerships get put in place, they add complication as well. So you absolutely need to be thinking about having a strong understanding of the different ways of working between companies, between teams, between individuals, and making sure there is that strong alignment there. And ultimately, that there is a huge amount of organizational trust, because otherwise, each of these partnerships could end up erupting in chaos and really end up dragging potentially both brands down, but really taking the eye off the customer and the ultimate purpose that you are trying to serve. Another key theme will be about organizational restructures. We've already seen a huge amount of restructuring happening. And as more events of 2021 continue to unfold, who knows what they are, that organization will really need to continue to stay nimble, staying aligned with the purpose and ultimately moving to a more agile resourcing model that allows you to put your people where they need to be to get what they need done. And omnichannel has been a big theme that we've been talking about today. And of course, a key piece of enabling omnichannel is overcoming silos. So that organizational restructure theme must consider that as well. So these themes almost come interlinked as well, as you can begin to see. Another interlinked theme is using data more effectively. We've been talking about data for quite a while now, again, in the retail industry, but we must make sure that there is data access and visibility around the organization. 
the measures and metrics must be updated to be relevant for what you are trying to achieve and how you are trying to achieve it. And then from a capability perspective, you've got to be thinking about familiarity with data and statistics and insight. And all ultimately, how is all of this driving action? How is the data changing the future for the better? Another big theme, again, spanning different parts of the organization is going to be automation. And this is both digital automation and physical automation. So digital automation, I'm talking about RPA, robotic process automation, thinking about back of house and admin processes, and also customer service as well, where you're using bots to be able to serve and connect and link different sources of information to the right place at the right time, giving people the information they need to make decisions or make things happen automatically reducing labor, or having people spend time on truly valuable activities, increasing the speed, and minimizing errors at the same time. And then physical automation is more about robotics, things like warehouse automation or delivery robots, taking the heavy lifting out of the doing of the operation, taking maybe boring or time-consuming tasks, or maybe very simple tasks or even dangerous tasks as well, of course, and where there is little or no or very simple levels of decision-making, very tangible decision-making that AI can take on right now. And whether you are thinking about digital automation or physical automation or both, absolutely do not automate rubbish. Make sure that your process and your operating model is effective first. Think about what are you trying to do? Think about what is the best way to get that done. Don't just take what you have today and try and automate it because you might be missing a whole bunch of tricks. So do make sure you stand back rather than just doing what you've always done in an automated way. Do not automate rubbish. And then the final big theme that we need to be thinking about right at the moment is how do you keep the agile mentality that you have developed in 2020 and not revert back to that slow pace of change that we were used to in 2019 and before. You've, of course, heard many examples, I'm sure, of people talking about five years worth of change in five months, or 10 years in 10 weeks, or a million years in five seconds, whatever. (laughs) There have been some really quick changes going on in retail over the past 12 months, and I know you'll have done your fair share of them as well. And for that, I do absolutely applaud you. Whether it's deploying Perspex screens or getting PPE out to all of your people or quickly linking up different systems to be able to offer click and collect or curbside delivery or robotic deliveries, whatever that is, it's been a Herculean effort over the past few months. So do make sure you reflect about how well you have done to help transform your organization. And then think about how do you keep that same energy? How do you keep that same pace? Is it that you need to be thinking about innovation stores or concept stores or doing more hothouses or trials? A bit like Asda are doing in Stevenage. Trying lots of things, seeing what works. Not all of it will work, absolutely guaranteed. And that's the expectation that is set, but things are getting done. How are you going to get clarity of an alignment and agreement to the ultimate direction that you're heading in And then what is the governance and the roadmap 
that supports that. So you can focus on execution rather than just talking about different ideas and never actually implementing anything. You must keep that same agile mentality that you have developed this year. And that will help to really stay relevant in our continually volatile and uncertain environment that we find ourselves in. And as we're reflecting on 2020, you know, it's taught us many, many lessons, actually. Or should I say, retaught us, because these are things that we probably all knew, but maybe, hand on heart, we didn't do properly, right? So 2020 has retaught us to be responsive and to adjust to stay relevant to the situation. It's retaught us that we can't have all of our eggs in one basket and that we must work across multiple channels simultaneously and instantaneously. It's retaught us that done is better than perfect. We must focus on that execution and implementation. And it's retaught us that we're better together as well. And they're all great lessons as we head into 2021. And I'd love to hear your lessons from the past 12 months as well. So do feel free to reach out by email oliver.banks at obandco.uk. So that's the end of our transformation themes for 2021. And I appreciate they're quite diverse. And actually, I think that's right on the point. We are going to need to battle in multiple different directions, whether it's thinking about the financial strain, whether it's thinking about staying alert with coronavirus, whether it is defining and delivering our omnichannel vision or getting used to social commerce or supporting our people and building resilience, working on new collaborations and partnerships or looking at an organizational restructure or using data more effectively or thinking about physical and digital automation. And of course, keeping that agile mentality going. All of these different themes are going to help you to be successful with your retail transformation going forward, not just in 2021, but beyond as well. So do keep these in mind. And do also remember to sign up to the Retail Transformation Briefing as well, so you can begin to feel these themes and trends as they are happening live week in week out obandco.uk slash briefing is where you want to head over to right now to sign up for free and i should also point out that if you'd like a bit of a refresher of these different themes then head over to the show notes page which today is obandco.uk slash 112 obandco.uk slash 112 112 And if you're thinking about what to listen to next, then there are loads of great episodes of the Retail Transformation Show to tune into. If you enjoyed this episode, then you may also enjoy episodes 68 and 69, which is looking in at frictions and rewards and understanding how do you win customers and make sure that you are serving the choices that they are making. Or episode 92, which is about automating your warehouse. Or episode 111, the last episode, which is about defining your perfect KPIs. Or perhaps if you are looking to build your resilience or supporting your team to build their resilience, then check out episode 57 and 58, which are all about building your emotional resilience. All of these episodes you can find on the show notes page obandco.uk slash 
112. So do head over there. And if you have not already subscribed to this podcast on your favorite podcast app, then do that now. Press the button right now whilst I'm still talking. Go on, press it and make sure that you join me for more episodes every single week where we'll be exploring the key themes much more about retail transformation and helping equip you with the insight, the ideas and the inspiration to make your transformation a huge success. And do tell your friends and your peers and your colleagues about this podcast as well. I'm sure they'd love to tune in as well. It's been great spending time with you. And if you've got any questions, then do reach out. My contact details are on the show notes page, obandco.uk slash 112. And I'll look forward to joining you in another episode very, very soon. Bye for now. 